The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's been a vibe. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Locked in for the long run, no bunnies ever lie. If you wanna run, just tell me no bunny and glide. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Cats with flying colors, every test fuck they implies. Perfect, uh. Say that it ain't worth it, but it's working for us. But what they be talking about, not knowing what I'm buying about. Sunset, set the mood, what you ain't trying to find out. It's whatever space between the two, but long as we together. Make it through the struggle, see the day when we both shine forever. Since when we begin, it feel like you really made a It's been a fight. Fell in love with your first impression, and I can't lie. Pass with flying colors, every test, fuck they implies. Locked in for the long Before we jump into the episode, it is time for the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is a Patron pineapple and strawberry mix. Now, the ingredients for today are one shot of Patron, one shot of 1800 margarita mix, a splash of grenadine, a splash of pineapple juice, and pineapple slices and strawberries for our garnish. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a cup or a glass, whichever you prefer. And of course, you guys know I prefer glasses. We're going to add our splash of grenadine to settle at the bottom of our glass. We're going to fill it up with ice, add the 1800 strawberry margarita mix, add the Patron, and top it off with the splash of pineapple juice. And then we're going to garnish this amazing drink with our pineapple slices and strawberries. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the cocktail of the day. The Patron and Pineapple Strawberry Mix. Enjoy. Hey, guys. Welcome to Season 3's Episode 19. Well, guys, let me just give you the rundown and the updates on how life has been for me for the past week. Um... I rarely, I rarely, rarely, rarely regret decisions that I make. I try to think it out. I try to weigh my pros and cons. And I try to make the best decisions for myself and my family. Entering into this new management position, um, I felt like it would be an addition to all the things I have going on. Um, helped me to accomplish a couple of goals a lot sooner. 
And of course, being around some of the people that I haven't seen in a long time that actually um, I have built relationships with over 15, 20 years. So I was kind of excited. I was anticipating. I was looking forward to it. But guys, let me tell you something. Um, I rarely, rarely, rarely regret decisions that I make because I really, really thoroughly think them through. I thought I thought this one through. <laughs> and in actuality, <clears throat> excuse me, I really did. I really did think this through. But what I did not consider was all the elements that were going to be a part of this new journey. Um, last week was my first week and I realized my growth. I really realized my growth. It is like I never left the adult entertainment industry after being gone for almost seven years. The 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 drama, the cattiness, the unprofessionalism, it's still the same. It's absolutely still the same. Um, and as each day went by, I started really realizing that my peace of mind is priceless. Um, I have spent the past week really focusing on this job. It has taken away from other things that I have going on. Um, seven years ago, I took a chance and bet on myself and said that I would never put anyone else's um, legacy before mine or, or business before mine for me to make a way for myself, for my family, and to concentrate on the things that were most important to me for, to me to push me ahead. Um, last week, I found myself dropping a ball on everything that I had going on. I missed cake orders. Um, I lost one of my sponsors because my recording time wasn't as consistent as it has been. And I just really started realizing, like, here you go again, putting somebody else's situation before yours. This is, your, this is somebody else's legacy for their family. Um, and my peace was completely disturbed. It has been completely disturbed. I want to say this is probably the most stressed out I've been in seven years, okay? And this is just me being 100% transparent. Um, I got back into this um, when I when I got a call from a friend that I thought was a friend. And me and this person have been going back and forth Um due to the lack of respect. I'm big on respect, and everybody who knows me knows I'm big on respect, but there has been too many disrespectful conversations that me and this person has had. Um, I am a force by nature. I am a very strong personality by nature, but my name, my character, and all the things that I worked hard on is very sacred. It means everything to me. And I refuse to compromise on that. Like 100%, there's no compromising on that. Um, I was putting a lot of crazy situations last week, a lot of drama, a lot of he say, she say, things that I haven't been a part of probably since high school. And it's been completely draining. It has been completely draining. Most importantly, um, for the past two visits that I've gone to see my husband, um... On my way there, during and after, all I have been getting is phone calls about the club. Um, conversations between me and this other person became very toxic. Um, 
same scenario this past Monday during visitation, on my way to visitation, during visitation, after visitation. There's no respect. There's no respect sometimes in these industries. Um, they feel like you're accessible 24 hours a day. Forget the fact that you're off. Forget the fact that you have a family. Forget the fact that you're pers- you need personal time to yourself. And I'm just, I have grown so much from that. Um, I have been my own boss for almost seven years and I have been doing okay for myself. I have not struggled. It has not been 100% easy. It's never easy when you start your own business. It's never easy when you're on your, your, your own boss. Um, you're solely dependent on yourself. If you don't work, if you don't make the things that whatever your business is, you don't get paid. So there's a lot of ups and downs. But to me, the ups and downs have 100% been worth it because I can see what I'm doing and the progression that I'm making. And it's all for me. It's all for me. It's all for my family. Um, But it is starting to cause a lot of issues. Like even within my marriage, within my relationship, like every day, I am starting to notice that this club has been my main conversation. Um, It was to the point when I went to visitation yesterday that when I came in, I was super tired. He saw it on my face. He's like, you haven't, I've never seen you look like this before. Um, I didn't have time to wash my hair. My hair smelled like freaking smoke. I didn't want to go and bring that type of energy into my visitation. Um, And immediately before I could open my mouth and tell him what was going on, he's like, what took you so long to get here? Um, I, when I had taught, when he had called me, he always, he always calls me when I'm on my way. And I was like four minutes away when I got the phone call, but I did not come into the building until like maybe 15, 20 minutes after that. So he's like, you know, what took you so long? You said you was four minutes away. And before I could open my mouth, he was like, you was on the phone. You was texting about this club. And I was like, yes. And he told me immediately, leave that shit outside. Don't bring that shit into my visitation. And I 100% could do anything but respect that. But I was so angry. I was so irritated about the back and forth that I had went through with this person that it was all on my face. And I just had to just push that shit to the side because I didn't want to turn that into what it has been every day is conversations about this club. All the drama. He's hearing me be angry. He's hearing me be stressed out. He's like, you got more gray hair in your head now. Within one week, this fucking job has stressed you out. And it's not the job. It's the people. It's the person. I have a pretty good rapport with some of the new people I met. I have a pretty good rapport with um, you know, the old people that I know, but it is too fucking draining and exhausting guys. Like it really has been to the point where I'm bringing it here to you guys when this podcast is about being in a relationship with someone incarcerated. But I will say this, um, before I got into this, you know, I talked it over with my husband, which was something different for me. I never really had to communicate with anybody about the decisions that I am thinking about making. Um, even I crack a joke all the time and say, even when it's time for me to go to Miami, you know, sometimes I might be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll be in Miami, such and such and such. And I forget that I have a whole marriage and a relationship. <laughs> like, And I, you know, I, I have to converse with my spouse. So getting into this, we talked about it and he was okay with it. Um, 
because he saw where I was trying to go with it. He saw the goals that I was trying to accomplish from it. He had no idea of the drama, no idea whatsoever of the drama. And this is not the typical drama. This is some different type of shit, okay? Um, and I don't want to get all into it because I don't want to waste your time and your ears on this bullshit because that's really what it is. But um, my conversation has been this club every day. Um, I've been angry. I've been irritated. And it's it's a place that I haven't been in so long. Um, I can remember having a conversation and telling my mom that I was thinking about going back and she really did not want me to. She kept saying, Rashida, you in a different place in your life. Um, you're so happy. You know, you've been doing really, really well. That club changed you the last time. And it did. It did. I, towards the end of my run when I was manager at Babes, I was extremely exhausted. I was extremely stressed out. I was extremely depressed. Um, and it was, it was a bad place. I was in a bad place at that point in my life. And now within one week, I have felt the tension and stress of years within one week. Um, the back and forth, the disrespect, dealing with people who are control freaks. I'm not a control freak. I don't get geeked up off power. And the reason being is that I'm very confident within myself. Everybody knows me. Everybody knows me. I don't have to prove who I am. I have built my name and my character for 26 years since I was 19 years old, walking into Club Nikki's VIP. Um, I'm a solid person. I've never known to run off with money, steal, lie, cheat. When it comes down to anything, um, within this industry. And I mean, just as a person at overall, like there's not a person that can talk bad about me, period. And, and I value that. Um, but this is a different type of situation. This is something totally different. This is a level of dis disrespect that, I haven't dealt with ever in my life. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it got to the point where my freedom probably could have been jeopardized because I, I, I cannot do the disrespect. I can't stress it enough. I cannot do the disrespect. And I don't want to put my hands on anybody or get myself in any trouble because I have so much to lose. So when it gets to the point where you're starting to think like that and you're starting to weigh your options of if I get in trouble and you know what happens then, it's really time to walk away. Um, yesterday I just made a decision like I can't do this you know I'm gonna bow out gracefully I'm gonna do it the right way but I have definitely made the decision that this is something that I do not want to do um had one of these people not been involved it probably would be a different scenario a different situation because working in a club is supposed to be fun it's it's still a business don't get me wrong it's still a business but it's supposed to be fun um and it's been nothing but drama. It's been nothing but drama. I'm watching individuals divide and conquer. I'm watching individuals create havoc. I'm watching individuals keep up messy ass shit. And again, something that I have not been around in so long. Um, not to mention my days are so long. I leave out of here and I have to be there at 1130. Um, and I don't leave until damn near midnight. So that means that out of six days, I'm back having no life. Um, and I have enjoyed my life for the past seven years without being within that industry. 
So I, my peace is everything. My peace is everything. My family is everything. My marriage, my relationship is everything. And, you know, not that it's caused tension within my relationship, but the way that my husband is hearing me and seeing me, um, it's not good, you know, and I don't want to switch up on him and change the person that I am because I've took on something that I really should have left in the past. Um, and he doesn't really like it. Honestly, he doesn't really like it. He doesn't like the way I sound now. He doesn't like the way I'm looking now. I'm always tired. Um, every time we get on the phone when he calls me, you know, I'm super, super stressed out. Or if he calls me, one somebody from the club is calling my phone. It's it's no respect for the fact that I do have a husband that's incarcerated. Um, especially when I'm going to go visit him. It's just it's just a lot of stuff that I did not realize I was going to have to go through. Um, I thought this was going to be a walk in the park kind of sort of. I thought that, you know, it was going to be a, a cool transition. It was going to be smooth. And, um, you know, things come along. You know, drama comes along with, with different jobs no matter where you work. But this shit right here has been something totally different. Um, and like I said, once it starts affecting my family, once it starts affecting my marriage, once it starts affecting me, my peace, my sleep, um, and then my business. Most of all, my business. I still am a business owner. I still have brands that I am responsible for. I still have um sponsors such as Apple, such as Amazon, you know, Spotify and 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 different other uh companies that I represent that I do ads for and different things like that. Like I still have other things going on and I have definitely dropped the ball for the past two weeks focusing on this situation and taking away from my situation. And most of all I don't want my marriage to suffer behind the bullshit. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's what it's been like, guys. That's what it's been like um, for this quote-unquote prison wife. Um, trying to go back into something that should have been left in the past. But on a lighter note, everything has been really, really great. Um, my visit outside of the bullshit in the first 10 minutes was really, really great. Um, we have been having ourselves a Connect Four tournament, me and him. And he's been beating me, guys. He has, but only like by one game. Like we'll be nine and eight or seven and two. It's not that serious. He swears he's whooping my ass in Connect Four, but he's really, really not. Um, there has been a new, um, I think, an update to the CARES Act. If I don't want to quote, quote it incorrectly, but something is going on where now that um, there's been a two-point federal inmate reduction. I posted this on the um, Wetlock Chronicles podcast Instagram page. Um, scores of six are lower without the status, po regardless of the status points, um, as sentencing under the retroactive application of part A of the 2023 criminal history, uh, criminal history amendment, the total criminal, I'm sorry, guys, hold on, I am tripping, like I can't read, um, uh, 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 okay, so the score of six or lower without regard of the status points as sentencing under, and it gives the long act number, 
Um, it's retroactive application of Part A of the 2023 Criminal History Amendment. The total criminal history score for these offenders would be reduced by two points. So that means, um, if you if your spouse was um sentenced on whatever the mandatory number is, everybody has a uh, a score, and depending on your score is how you're actually sentenced. So if you're 39, um, 25, whatever it is, it will be reduced by two uh, two points. When the reduction comes in, it actually reduces time. So if your score is like a 39 and you're looking at 135 months, well, the score drops two points and two points will take you to a 37. 37 might be 96 months or 100 and, 108 months. I don't, I can't remember the actual time frame, timeline, but this is just an example. So it'll drop you down from 135 months as your sentence to 108 months as your sentence. So it's a very, 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 very good, good thing that's happening. Um, my husband, of course, is, has, I believe he's put in the application to see if he qualifies for it. So if he does, that means he will be coming home a year sooner. And God, I really, really hope that's really, really true. Like yesterday of visitation, we just kept talking about like how we're so ready to do this, like in the flesh, like He's like, I'm ready to Netflix and chill. You know, I'm just ready to be up under you. I'm just ready for every day. Um, And it, the closer and closer he gets to coming home, you know, we have these conversations. And then we have the real side of the conversations, you know, trying to make sure he doesn't go back to um, jail, trying to make sure that things are set up correctly for when he comes home. Um, I'm really trying to build some amazing things so that when he does walk out those doors, um... I have things in place so that we can start building some things together and the streets and that lifestyle will not be a issue for him. So it gets, the conversations gets very serious. Like it's time to start planning for him to come home because it could possibly be next year sometime, a year and a half. And we all know how time flies. So, um, yeah, the visit was great. This has been a, a pretty cool week. Um, you know, we're just navigating through the prison bullshit. That's that's what we're doing. And um, like I say, he's been very, very supportive in the past two weeks of everything that I've been going through. Um, he's tried to say things and not say things at the same time because I've been on edge about stuff too. So um, I really, really appreciate him for holding me down and just kind of understanding, even though this is not his world for him to just really understand um, how I've been feeling while I've been going through all of this stuff. like, But I promise you guys, um, it's been very, very stressful. And I see it in my face. You know, I have been completely exhausted. Um, and I've never just really had to tell another grown person how to talk to grown people. You know, I've never had to have this much conversation about how to respect people in my entire life. Um... I haven't had to com communicate with people this much in so long. Like, I even forgot the dy dynamics of that. My phone is constantly ringing, and I promise you, 99% of it is about the club. Um, and there's so many wonderful, positive things going on in my life. I do not want this club to over overtake, over 
whatever I'm trying to say, it cannot be that. It cannot be that. Because at the end of the day, once again, someone is at home sleeping while I am along with other people making sure that they're they're getting paid, that their business is being ran. Um, and at the 45 years old, even at 35 years old, that was a problem for me back then. You know, I don't want to aid in someone else's legacy. I want to continue to build on mine, no matter how hard it is, no matter how str the struggle may be. You know, you have a lot of ups and downs. You will go broke a couple of times trying to build, you know, what you're actually trying to build, but it's all worth it. And I've been doing it for seven years and I refuse to walk into a situation and be treated like a peon when I'm a whole boss myself. Like there's no way in the world I control my own destiny outside of God. So it going into this, I went into this with a different frame of mind. You know, I had nothing but great positive intentions of how I wanted things to be what I wanted it to be. Um, I was excited about being around some of the people I had seen in a long time, but this is turning into a fucking nightmare, like period, point blank. That's not the best way I can sum it up. So, again, outside of all of that, um, it has been a great, 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 um, a great, great thing to, to experience, um, when it comes to the support that my husband has been giving me because he really, really has. But I am also seeing now what I tried to explain to him um, probably a couple of months ago that it's very, very hard to maintain a healthy relationship when you are in that type of environment. And before this club thing ever came to the table, this is something that we were talking about um, due to things like in my past or whatever, my past relationships, I never had time. I didn't have time to go on dates. I didn't have time to, you know, do the home things with whoever I was with because I was always at work. It's almost like this is a 24-hour job because even when you're not at work, someone's constantly calling your phone, asking you questions about whether it's the shift, whether it's the bartenders, who did this, who did that. Um, and it's it's very hard on your relationship. So now being back into the situation, now he's really seeing what I was trying to explain to him back then. Thank God he's not thank God he's incarcerated, but if he was home, these these past seven days probably would have been very, very hard on our relationship. Um I would not have had time for him. Every time I come home, I'm dog ass tired. And by the time I fall asleep, it's time for me to get right back up and do it again. And although he's not here, it still has affected even our communication. You know, I'm constantly following. I'm falling asleep on the phone with him when he has 15 minutes on his phone call. Um, I'm tired. I was tired. My This past visit, I was extremely, extremely tired. Um, and... It, it 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 definitely could potentially you know put a damper on 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 my on my marriage you know because it, it's crazy because it's, it's like it's no respect you know I'm I'm constantly telling a person like hey you know I'm on my way to see my husband like there's no need for you to text me during my whole visit when I come from my visit when you know this is what I'm doing this is my day off I'm this is for my family um and I spent the whole day yesterday going back and forth with somebody so. I would say my topic of the day is to not let the outside affect your home. 
And I have always been big on that. Whatever goes outside on the street, you don't bring it home. It does not come into your threshold. It does not come into your sanctuary. You leave it all outside because the most important thing is your family, is your marriage, is your children and the things that you're trying to build. But you don't want to bring all the garbage and all the bullshit home because then you create tension. You're taking it out on your loved ones, the stress that you're going through. Um, it becomes, you become an angry person, you become irritated and all of that is not worth losing your marriage, losing your relationship, taking your family through unnecessary things because you are in a toxic situation. And I am watching people who are dealing with that now take those things out on other people. And I'm just a person who calls bullshit when I see it. When you are going through shit, you of all people should never take out how other people are treating you onto others because it's not fair. So when you bring that type of bullshit into your household, into your marriage, into your relationships, even around your children, it affects everything. It's a domino effect. So I would say that my topic of today is to separate your business from your relationship, from your home, and try your best to leave everything at the front door when you walk into your home, when you walk into your sanctuary, because that's where the peace should be. That's where the happiness should be. That's where the peace should be. All your hard work should be within those walls, where you relax, where you kick your feet off, where you enjoy that wonderful bed, where you enjoy all your wonderful TVs, where you enjoy being able to watch what you want to watch, where you enjoy having your nightcap, whether it's wine or cocktail or whatever, whether you enjoy that wonderful shower that you had built. Like These are the things that your hard work is supposed to be for. And therefore, you leave it at the door and you enjoy your family. You enjoy your home. When you leave from there, you take on the business. You put a whole nother hat on. But never get the two confused because it can cause a lot of problems. And for me, I've been through it. I've seen it happen before. And it's time for me to nip it in the bud before it gets too far. Um, and it's not worth it. It's not even worth it financially, okay? I do great on my own. <laughs> let's just let's just be 100% honest. I do great on my own. It's not worth it. It has even pulled my friends who know nothing of this world into this shit as I'm talking about it every day. And I do not want this to be my everyday conversation. Um. So yes, guys, it it's been challenging. This has been a challenging week. I am even I am even a week behind in bringing you my wonderful episode. So. I would not be doing my um, episode live until next week because I look crazy right now. I look like a person that has worked for 12, 12 hour shifts without any sleep, without proper food, without proper, um, my water intake is off. So I got to get me back. I got to get me back. I got to re recalibrate myself um, so that I can come back to life. <laughs> I need to come back to my norm. I need to come back to life. I need to shake this shit off. Call it what it is. I gave it a good old college try and um it's time for me to put my head back in the game. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and supporting this podcast. Thank you for staying down with me even though I have been um very 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 tardy. Um, on my episodes, but trust me when I tell you I'm, I'm putting my head back in the game. I tried some shit, 
you know, I tried to try to get, I gave it an old college try. I tried some shit. I tried to add something onto something to try to get to somewhere quicker and somewhere the quickest, sometimes the quickest route is not the best route. So with that being said, again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and joining me and listening to Wetlock Chronicles podcast. I really, really appreciate you guys. I love you guys so much. It is time for me to end this segment so that I can get dressed, so that I can go open this club up and do what I need to do um, to bow out gracefully. And that is all, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Mwah. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduces signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum, guys, and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life. Looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skincare now. That's K-L-E-A-N-R-I-T-U-A-L-S.com. Now back to the show. Now, today on a serious note, of course, these questions are a tad bit more personal um, to me due to all of the things that I've experienced within the past couple of weeks, um, dealing with this, um, job that I tried to give a shot, um, that probably was one of the worst mistakes I ever made in my life. But this is the time where we, as a community, share our thoughts, share our experiences, um, and we talk about it. We talk about it. This is where you can interact with me. This is where you can interact with other listeners and subscribers. Um, because we need this support. We need this support. You know, as I say before, I'm new to this. It's a lot of people who've been experienced in the prison relationships or just relationships in general. So this is where we come to have our open discussions, to bounce ideas off of each other, tell each other's different stories, our experiences, um, helping each other navigate through these prison relationships are just relationships are just being a woman, um, the things that we endure, the things that we go through in relationships, um, this, this is where, this is where we come to. This is where we come to. So today on a serious note, my two questions, how important is it to separate work from home? How important is it for you guys to separate your work from your home? And if work begins to create tension within your relationship, what do you do? How do you handle it? Which of the two is most important to work on? Or which of the two is important to sacrifice to save the other? I myself... um was I experienced this I experienced this this past couple of uh a couple of weeks and I really saw it starting to affect my relationship not in a really really negative way but it became everything I was talking about every day I got on the phone with my husband it was all about this club 
it was the negative it was the irritation um my attitude wasn't the same and he literally watched me turn into someone else someone that I hadn't been in seven years um and although I talked to him about it before entering this situation um I did explain to him who I was within that environment before um and I, it wasn't always like that it's 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 a very c- certain certain um atmospheres certain atmospheres certain clubs certain people that you're around within those clubs it's very different it's very different um and this one was extremely toxic the toxic environment was becoming to affect my relationship um and I saw it happening and as I said before it became everything I was talking about every day and I noticed that he was tired of me going back and forth I mean I was kind of battling with myself with the decision that I made um I think within the first week of me actually being inside of that environment, by day three, I was ready to quit. I have tried to quit at least maybe three times all the way up to literally driving up there to be like, hey, here go the keys back to this club. Um, It was making me a very upset, irritated and angry person because every day someone else's energy, someone else's unhappiness, somebody else's misery was spilling into the happy bubble that I was in. Um, and it started to affect my relationship. The good part about it is that we were able to talk it through. Um, he did put his foot down, like, listen, you're not going to pull this into what we have going on. You're not going to pull this into my visitation. You know, we're not going to talk about this every day, all day. Um, he had to kind of create a balance for me because I was spiraling. I was completely, completely spiraling. Um, as I said so many times, I'm a person that's really big on respect. And once I'm disrespected, it's like my brain can't process anything else. I go into this 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 place where you can't pull me out of. You can't pull me out of because disrespect is one of the worst things to me. Um, and I completely felt disrespected so many times, so many different conversations and I wasn't with it. I didn't like it, but I definitely wasn't with it. So how do you handle this? How do you handle when your work or either your friendships, the drama that you go on, that you have between friends, uh, situations, what happens when this starts to creep into your household? How do you deal with this? What are the strategies that you use? Do you just say, hey, I'm going to leave this at the door? Um, and deal with it outside. I'm not going to bring it into my home. Or are you kind of stuck in a position like myself? Me and my husband are extremely close. We talk about everything. He's my friend. He's one of my best friends. So when I want to vent, I vent to him too. I tell him a lot of things. And um, this was one of those times where I started to see that it was affecting us in a different way this wasn't just a normal venting session this wasn't just normal let me get this off my chest this was an everyday thing and um 
it was horrible. <laughs> it was just completely horrible. So what happens when you're faced with this dilemma? What actually happens? What do you sacrifice? Do you say, I'm not going to let my job affect my marriage, my relationship. Let me walk away from this. Um, do you sacrifice your relationship? Like, hey, this is how I make money. This is this is how we pay these bills. You know, I have to deal with this. Um, we got to create a healthy balance. What do you do when you are faced with that actual dilemma? home versus work what do you do you can comment up under the episode notes um, on the Spotify app you can comment to the questions Um, we can start a form however you want to do it this is a community this is where we talk this is where we bounce ideas off of each other this is where we share our experiences so if you would like to interact with me for the on a serious note segment you can look at the bottom of the episode notes click where it says more um you'll see the questions there and you can actually respond within the spotify app And that is all that I have for On A Serious Note, guys. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening and being very supportive, very patient um, with my transition and me coming back (laughs) to where I am supposed to be. Again, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. This is Season 3's Episode 19. Hey, everybody driving my car doing uber today and i got on my girl rashida johnson's podcast t-shirt fed up wives well i thought i'd take it up a little notch i thought i'd play it in the car while i was driving and boy let me tell you these folks are so entertained by this and some of the women and men who are in relationships with people who are incarcerated were asking me how do they find this podcast rashida girl they're loving it you better not quit you better not quit because the people love this show if you want to tune in to fed up wives go on to spotify subscribe to it and you will not be sorry we are in this car cracking up laughing relating to when we were in a situation with the with men but one woman told me it makes her feel good knowing that she ain't the only one who got a man in prison act like he ain't got no sense um they put you through it i don't have a man in prison but when you but i have been in a relationship with someone who is incarcerated and they stress you the fuck out so just knowing that someone is going through what you're going through the people love you rashida do not let this podcast go do not or we will march in front of your house because you forget i know where you live i know where you live where you drive and all that and i will pull up with a squad if you even try to quit this podcast they love you girl and so do i have a good one y'all fed up wives spotify you heard it from me Fed Up Wives is not just my nonprofit organization that supports the wives and families of incarcerated inmates. Fed Up Wives is also my new bonus channel on Apple with exclusive episodes about just being a fed up wife. Let's just be honest. Prison relationships are hard. And sometimes we just need to speak our true feelings, unfiltered, unapologetic, with no judgment from the heart. These episodes are different. Check out Fed Up Wives bonus channel on Apple with a seven-day free trial. Now back to the show. Now it's time to jump into our shout-outs.
Okay, so now it is time for my shout outs. First and foremost, I want to shout out my amazing, amazing husband. Oh my gosh, he deserves like so much right now. Um, I have to shout him out because he was really, really, really a major, major support system for me throughout this entire debacle. Um, he gave me the opportunity to be able to really fully express myself, fully vent to him every emotion I was feeling from being angry, from being irritated, from being disrespected. Um, he was with whatever I was with. He was supporting whatever I wanted to do. And he just allowed me to come to him and just put all my shit on him. Um, as much as it was angering him and pissing him off and irritating him, he had to be the stronger of the two of us. Um, and I love him so much for that because it's, it's, I, went through things that I've watched him go through within being incarcerated. Um, the up and downs, the emotional battle, the stuff that you're dealing with within. I went through all of that these past three weeks. And the last week was the absolute worst. Um, to the point where I got so upset, I cried at one point. You know, like I said, when I get angry, I cry. And that cry is not a good cry. It it means I'm thinking crazy. It means I'm going to take it there. I'm probably going to risk it all. I am not in my right frame of mind. And he really pulled me out of a lot of those thoughts and a lot of those emotions. And I just really, really have to just, you know, shout him out for just really, 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 really being there for me. Um, And also through the midst of all of this, my husband actually worked something out for me. Um, a major, major, major opportunity um, when it comes down to my cakes, my baking. You know, if you know me, you know I love making cakes. That's my craft. That's my passion. Um, and he was able to negotiate and make something happen for me. I was able to actually get a wonderful opportunity to start making cakes, being a specialty, specialty cake baker for an amazing bakery. I will get into that later on in the episode and the updates, but he came through. He came through. When the midst of all the bullshit was going on, he worked his move. He he found something else for me, something else for me to add to my plate. Um because he knew that this wasn't it. This this was not it. Um, And he kept really advocating for it, guys. Like, to the point where my mind was so messed up. I was so angry and so irritated. I was snapping on him about it. I was getting upset with him about it. Because I was not in a good place mentally. Um, I was completely drained. I was dealing with a lot of toxic shit. I had a person who is probably one of the most miserable persons on this earth um, really coming for me. And it also made me really realize that everybody that you think is cool with you, everybody that you consider a cool person, never a friend. I mean, and I have to, I have to, um, 
Um, I can't think of the word right now, but I have to take back what I said in my last episode in episode 18 when I said a friend called me with a job opportunity and wanted me to come back to the club. This was never my friend. This was never my friend. Um, and the fact that I had to go through the things that I went through and see this person for who they really were, this was definitely not my friend. This was someone that I met. This was an associate. Um, this was not a person that I had a, a, a relationship with that I talked to every day that I saw. It was nothing like that. Um, it was a, it was built on something that was toxic before. Um, they showed me a little bit of loyalty and I kind of ran with that. I ran with that loyalty and I tried to give that same loyalty back and it backfired. It totally backfired, but Shout out to my husband for really holding me down and being there for me while I went through this bullshit because it was complete bullshit. Um, he didn't let up on me. You know, he continued to support me, continued to have my back. Although hearing me being stressed out, hearing me being irritated was very difficult for him to the point where he had to stop me in my tracks create some kind of boundaries and balance um, for us because it was literally starting to spill over into what we have into the visitations into the phone calls and everything so shout out to him for being there for me in my moment shout out to him for making a wonderful opportunity happen for me um and it was definitely something that i needed to see um i called my friend mc shan yesterday and hands down this is one of my truest and dearest friends because he's like me he's gonna tell it like it is it doesn't matter how he tells you he's telling you from the heart even if it's in the ugliest way and yesterday he told me he said your dumb ass had no reason going back to that life you left it alone back then you shouldn't have went back you're not a puppet you're not a minion you are your own boss, your entrepreneur spirit is everything to you. And you were about to pour all of your eggs into someone else's basket and take away from everything that you built. But you needed to see it. You needed to see this. God needed you to see who you were, your value, your worth, because you probably was questioning some things and you got exactly what you needed to see. And he was absolutely right. So shout out to MC Shan too, because I needed to hear that. I definitely need to hear that. I have no problem with people telling me my truth and not sugarcoating anything. I take constructive criticism very, very well um, because I am the same type of personality. So big shout out to MC Shan as well. Um, definitely shout out to my support system that listens to me um, vent <laughs> with all of this crazy shit that I endured these past three weeks. Um... I appreciate that. I really, really appreciate that because like I said, this was my whole conversation. This was everything I was talking about. It was so toxic. I was so irritated that everything that came out of my mouth for the past three weeks was about this human being and about this club. And it should never be like that. I was so ready to get back into my bubble. I don't know. I did not know what to do. When I walked out of those doors Tuesday, Eve, Tuesday night, I felt like I left 50 pounds 
behind me. Um, I was relieved. I was totally, totally relieved. I'm such a loyal person that even through that situation, the new people that I met, which I met some amazing people, I felt like I could not leave them stranded. And that's just the humanitarian in me as an Aquarius. Like I'm a fighter. I fight for people. I fight for what I believe in. So it was very hard for me to leave people behind that I knew that was going to go through this abusive type of situation, this disrespect, um, this unprofessionalism. Um, misery loves company. Misery loves company. And when you are loved and you have family and you have something to go home to, you have something to look forward to, it's a wonderful thing. But it is a horrible place for people who do not have that. When they do not have it, they don't respect it. They don't know how to talk about it. They don't know how to navigate through their own bullshit without trying to affect your life because they want you to be miserable with them. So I just want to shout out my support system, my friends that picked up that phone every time I called and I had to get shit off my chest or that was just talking me through it, you know, for hours at a time over the phone because it was a complete struggle for me. It was definitely a struggle for me emotionally and mentally um, and spiritually too because I saw so many red flags. I ignored it um, and I got everything I was looking for. I got everything I was supposed to get out that situation because I actually knew better. Um, but it is what it is. It is what it is for whatever reason. That's, that's where God needed me to take a detour real quick to come back. And I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. Um, and I definitely want to shout God out. I mean, for blessing me with my talents, blessing me with this entrepreneur spirit, blessing me with my voice. First and foremost, blessing me with my voice. Um, and I want to shout out a few people. I want to shout out a few people that I really got to know that I feel like I have created a, a, a forever bond with uh, within a short amount of time. I'm an energy person. I vibe with people. I can feel your spirit and your energy immediately. And I can know if you're good for me, if you're not good for me. And will we forever be linked or bonded or communicating? We don't have to communicate every day, but bonds were definitely created. Um, and... I want to shout out Rolex. Rolex is the door girl at Pinups. Love her to death. Let me tell you guys something. She's the cutest little thing. Love her to death. And I definitely want to shout her out. Um, I'm locked in with her. This is like my forever friend. I want to shout out Ice. Ice is like the all-purpose guy. Ice is the all-purpose guy. The bar back. The guy who knows what everything is. He is really a major, major foundation of that club and he's an amazing person i'm so glad i got to meet him i'm so glad i got to know him i feel like i could still call him to this day no matter what it is even though we had a brief encounter um otis oh my god the cook the cook otis outside of my friend demita's son bishop Otis, that's my guy. That's my guy. Great cook, great personality. Every time we saw each other, we smiled, gave each other a hug, great energy. His food is great. You know, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. So if you do go to pinups, Otis, Chef Otis is your guy. Bishop and Chef Otis are the two cooks. The food is amazing. All the food is amazing. Hands down. It really, really is. But Otis is my guy. Every day he made sure my food was good, um, no matter what. Like, he is a great cook, guys. Um, DJ Pee Wee. 
I just feel like this is my little brother automatically. Great energy. We had so much fun together. Um, I feel like this is somebody I could pull up, have a drink with, kick it with. He's super, super cool. He's super, super fun. Um, we had some really, really good conversations. He put some insight in a lot of different things that I was wondering and questioning. And I really, really, really think Pee Wee is a super, super cool cat. Um, and I look forward to pulling up on him and, you know, kicking it with him while he's DJing. Um, who else famous? Famous, um, me and her have a lot of people in common. Did not know that. Outside of us both being Aquariuses, we have a lot of people in common. She's a really, really dope female, solid female. Um, she is the bar manager. She also works the front door at night. So if you guys do decide to slide through, famous is is who you will see. Um we kicked off perfectly. Like I said, super, super cool female. I rarely um, vibe with, with with women. You know, I've always been a, a guy girl. My guys have always been more of my best friends and people that I like to be around. But she is definitely a solid dope female. And last but not least, Chuck, who is the manager. The cutest little white boy you ever seen, okay? He looks like he's like 12. He's super, super cute. He's super, super cool. Um, I really, really vibe with him immediately. And, um, he was one of the people that kind of gave me something to hold on to, something to hang on to, you know, like just stay positive, you know, Rashida, just, just keep it moving. Um, the last conversation that we had when I decided, you know, that I didn't really want to be at the club anymore on top of the decision that the choice was going to lean more towards, um, that the disrespectful individual being the app, being the, the manager, um, we had a good conversation. You know, we had a great conversation. The, the decision to walk away from pinups was a mutual decision. A choice had to be made. And at the same time of the choice having to be made, um, I was choosing to leave that behind as well. So we had a great conversation. He's a great guy. I look at him like a little brother. He laughed when I said that, but I adore him. I think all of these people that I just talked about are some amazing people. Um, I hold nothing against them. Like I said, I have a forever link to them now. And um, I look forward to communicating with them or seeing them outside of pinups and um of course shout out to all my new subscribers all my listeners thank you guys so much for holding me down as you have um in the past year going on two years of wetlock chronicles podcast um you guys have been there. You guys have been there. Um, through this past three weeks of me not even recording, my numbers have still been rising. As I said last week, I was at 7,100 plays. I am almost close to 7,200 plays. You guys know my goal is 10,000. My subscribers have definitely shot up. I was close to 300, a little bit over 300. Now I'm getting close to 400. So keep spreading the word, guys. Keep having people subscribe. Keep having people listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. And that is all. That is all that I have for my shout outs, guys. Thank you so much again for listening, for tuning in, for passing the word on. This is Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, Season 3, Episode 19.
To follow this show's social media, follow Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, and TikTok under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. Twitter is Wetlock Chronicles. YouTube, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast. For merch, make sure to visit wetlockchroniclespodcast.com. And for my personal blog, wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog, my personal Instagram and TikTok, Rashida the Brand, and my Instagram subscription channel is the exclusive brand. Quick update, guys. As you know, (laughs) I am no longer the day shift manager at Pinups Atlanta. Um, If you heard the episode, I am not going to continue to repeat myself. As I said already, this was the topic of conversation for three weeks of my life. It ends here today, but as I said, as of Tuesday with a mutual mutual decision. I am no longer the day shift manager of pinups Atlanta. Now, on a better, lighter, and more amazing note, I have to tell you about my new opportunity. As you guys know, I am a baker. I have an online bakery. I love creating cakes. I love, I love, I love being a part of people's wonderful experiences, whether it's their birthdays, their anniversaries, the holidays, or whatever. I love creating custom cakes. My husband, my amazing husband, hooked me up with Southern Sweets Bakery which is located across from the the, the DeKalb County Farmer's Market. Um, if you are familiar with Decatur, that's where it is. Um, I will give you guys the address in one minute. But I am now officially the specialty cake baker for Southern Sweets Bakery. I am so excited for this opportunity. Like I said, I love I love doing cakes. I love creating cakes. I love creating memories and moments um, that my cakes are attached to. So this was just an amazing opportunity. I went yesterday to the bakery. It's so cute. It's very eclectic. It's not the cookie cutter um, bakery. It's very homey. Um, homey, homely, whatever you want to call it. It's a very good vibe, very good positive vibe. They've been there for 30 years. And um, from what I gather, from what I've seen, people love that place. When I posted it on my social media yesterday, so many people that I know actually love this place as well. Um, so I'm very excited. I look forward to being a part of um, Southern Sweets Bakery. I look forward to also building up more of my clientele as well um, with my amazing cakes, with my amazing custom cakes, whether it's SpongeBob, whether it's a tennis shoe, whatever it is, I am your girl for the job. So as soon as I make my way to Southern Sweets Bakery, you guys will know. Now for the address, just give me one second because guess what i don't have it pulled up (laughs) and i didn't write it down so southern sweets bakery is located across from the dekalb county's farmer's market it is actually on rio drive 
I am trying to get the actual um the actual location. Okay, 186 Rio Circle, Decatur, Georgia, 30030. Make sure you guys check out Southern Sweets Bakery. They had some really, really good banana pudding. I tried it out yesterday. The coffee was great. Like I said, it's a great atmosphere. Um, very eclectic. Um, very, you can tell it's a family-owned business when you walk in the door. So Southern Sweets Bakery, guys, is where you will be able to not just order for me these amazing custom cakes that I do, but you can also order from them as well. And I'm back on my grind. I'm back on my grind. I'm back on my grind. I'm back in my bag. I'm back in my positive bubble. I'm back waking up with a smile on my face. I'm back just feeling me, feeling good about me, feeling good about the things that I have built up for the past seven years. And I'm looking forward to advancing and just taking everything to another level. It is time to elevate this thing, guys. Um, Fed Up Wives organization is going to going to do some holiday drives coming Thanksgiving and, and for Christmas. Um, I haven't figured out just yet what I'm going to put together. But you guys do know that Fed Up Wives is an organization. Or, I'm sorry organization that is set to help the families of incarcerated inmates um I try to do my best to give back I don't really talk about it a lot I don't brag about it a lot but I really try to give back I try to help with correspondence I try to help with bills I try to help with back to school um this is something that's near and dear to me like I said I don't brag about it I don't talk about it I just do it and so now I want to take it to another level um and also with the help of 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 Trish who is part owner of Southern Sweets Bakery. We're going to put something together really, really special for the holidays. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, if you would like to promote your brand, promote your business, email me at wetlockchroniclespodcast at gmail.com or Rashida at wetlockchroniclespodcast.blog and we could talk about ad placement and, and promoting of your brand and your business. So again, email me. I have specials going on to promote your business, to promote your brand, ad placement and everything. Just Email me what you need. We'll go from there. Um, I'm definitely looking for more sponsors. And um, that is all. That's all. That's all. That's all. I feel so tongue-tied right now. I just kind of got so excited about the Southern Sweets Bakery. But that's all that I have, guys, on the updates. Of course, you know, you can find this podcast everywhere where you listen to podcasts. Um, if you're looking for merch, wetlockchroniclespodcast.com. Don't forget to become a member on Patreon. It is the visual side of this podcast. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Wet Lock Chronicles Podcast. I will start doing my episodes and dropping them on the YouTube channel. Right now, it's just little vlog videos that I've been doing to get myself built up to being in front of the camera, um, to talking about certain things. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Patreon. It's 100% free. You do have the option for a um, membership, for a tier membership that gives you a, a little bit more exclusive um, content than just the free membership. 
bonus channel coming up. I do have episodes I have to drop in September and the Fed Up Wives bonus channel. It is a paid subscription. It's $4.99 a month and $58 a year. It's going to be worth it. Trust me, it's going to be worth it. It's uncut to the uncut. But that's all that I have on the update, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening, and joining me, subscribing, passing the word on, all of the above. You guys know that I love you. I say it all the time. I do not have to, but I choose to. Thank you guys so much for being patient and bearing with me. Um, I will be back recording in my studio next week. Um, had some little tweaking and twerking. Not twerking, not for real twerking, but some tweaking and twerking on um, some of the things um, that I needed to do. And that's it. That's it, guys. Thank you so much. This is Season three's Episode 19. Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back-to-school assistance. To contact us, email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. I want to leave you guys with a few things. Never compromise who you are for anything or anybody. Always keep in mind that misery loves company. And most importantly, make your voices heard. It's been a fight. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Pets with flying colors, every test what they implies. Locked in for the long run, no bunnies ever lie. If you wanna run, just tell me now, bunny and Clyde. Fell in love with your first impression and I can't lie. Pets with flying Struggle, see the day when we both shine forever Since when we begin